Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Ooh, en français. Merci, merci. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you know the, the the great Betty Davis story from Boston, right? No. No. Oh yeah. Uh, she, first of all, she was born in Lowell, which is you know Jack wow. Kerouac's Car- hometown. Yeah. But when she was very young, when she was like in her early twenties, she posed nude for a local sculptor for a series on like. She was, I, she was, I think, spring. He was doing one of these nudes for every season. Mm-hmm. And they put her statue up in a park, but huh. it was too close to a school. So the local <laughs> blue-nosed parents went crazy <laughs> right. and had it removed. And it was missing for years. She kept telling people this story about how she had posed for a sculptor in Boston when she was really young. Nobody could find the statue. Everybody thought she was going dingy, wow. but it turned out it had been bought by a, 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 an art collector out in Beverly. So in the early 1980s, they actually found the statue finally. Wow. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And as long as we're doing celebrity encounters, I would like to say my best celebrity encounter was the fact that Lady Bird Johnson kissed me on the cheek once. Oh, that's cool. Very nice, Charlie. She didn't kiss you, though. Stephanie still still resents the Johnsons for keeping her from living at the Naval Observatory. I do. That's right. I could have lived at the Naval Observatory. And she didn't goose you like her husband would. Well, LBJ grabbed my mom's ass. So there. Yeah. yeah. No, late. I was there. Were they were having a tribute to my George Reedy, my mentor in J School, who Aww. was Johnson's press secretary at the National Press Club in Washington. And my wife and I went down, and I was introduced by one of George's friends to Lady Bird, and she pecked me right there. Aww. Aww. Just, oh man, what a sweet lady, and she asked me to put up with that guy. But <laughs> what does uh, I love Linda's this policy? Has been, this has been the man was not easy. No. <laughs> this has been what's stuck in my craw that lately I've been talking about it the last couple of days, Charlie. I don't know if you heard. It's just this, like, why doesn't Joe Biden get in the room and LBJ, blah, blah, blah. But Charlie, you know, you're a, a historian. What would the majorities LBJ had? I mean, I think he had, I, I don't, I think he had a, was it a 300 seat or is that FDR? I forget. Yeah, they yeah. both had huge. The two of them had, yeah. you know, and they both had these massive congressional majorities and they still had trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it was the Democrats who torpedoed FDR's court packing plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, LBJ, it took them what? The better part of a year to get the civil rights bill passed. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, and this, and this was with the Republican Party that was not insane. Right. Yes. I mean, I mean, in, in FDR's case, it was a Republican Party that was completely, you know, owned by the money power. Yeah. But in 
you know, as far as Lyndon goes, he had Paul Douglas, he had Republicans, you know, who made sense, like your old man. Yeah, that's what and I said, a, people, not, but my dad actually a, did. Not a, not a crazy, you know, group of savage beasts. Mm-hmm. Thank you, that's what I said. My dad actually did work across the aisle and have friends on both sides of the aisle. They don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying about, they should just get rid of the debt limit because mm-hmm. you have, you're negotiating with terrorists every time with Republicans. They don't govern. They, they're not a governing party anymore, Charlie. Oh no, they have they have absolute unless they're in charge. Right. They have absolutely no they have absolutely no concept of public service anymore. They don't know why they're elected. Yeah. Um Charlie, this is why uh, your piece is so great and I've been saying this over and over again. It's you know, forget getting a room. Oh, LBJ, you said the New York Times shows how to hold Joe Manchin accountable for his obstructionism. No both sides or horse race, just lay out the real world stakes for Joe Manchin's constituents. Thank you. Not only, you know, does the media not cover what's in the bill and just the cost and the horse race and who's against it, but, but I'm glad more and more people are starting to talk about how much money he gets from, you well, know. Well, not like, just that, but the, the, that piece in the New York Times was also about what happens to West Virginia if this doesn't pass. Thank you. It's what, Basically, it floats away. Is right? it the because second it, poorest state? It's the second poorest state, yeah. isn't it? After Mississippi, I, I, I think believe. so. Yeah. I think yeah. by most measures, yeah. Yeah. Well, you said, um, right, uh, Mr. Manchin has rejected any plan to move the country away from fossil fuels because he said it would harm West Virginia, oh. a top producer of coal and gas. Mr. Manchin's own finances are tied to coal. He founded a, a family coal brokerage that paid him half a million dollars in dividends last year. And there we are, you say, actual reporting, illustrating the actual situation on the ground that the administration is trying to ameliorate, as well as Manchin's intractability and devotion to a dying energy source that's helped make him rich. I mean, you look at how much money cinema just got from Big Pharma, and you go, sure. oh, that's weird. Why is she the one person that's against what 90% of the American people want, negotiating lower drug prices, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's, that's the situation Biden finds himself in. Now, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm with Eric Bullitt from the other day, from yesterday, by the way. You know, this endless drumbeat of how, the, you know, everything, everything that happens, you know, the Biden presidency is hanging by a thread. Right. You know, I, yeah, you know, no, I said if you watch Meet the Press, the midterms are over, believe, we've lost. I believe in my heart that there are people pretending to be reporters in Washington who want Trump back. Yeah, and not yeah. just And not just conservatives. Right. Uh, yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, I, as you write, there's this thing called the real world, and in the real world, there are things called consequences, and in the best of all possible worlds, the media brings to the people living in the real world enough information to enforce real-world consequences on their elected mm-hmm. representatives. I mean, there are a lot of old people that uh, take prescription drugs in Arizona. I mean, right. it, yeah, go talk to them about how they feel about Kirsten Cinema blocking that provision. Uh, go talk to them and ask them if they know about the fact, uh, if they know the, that, that, negotiating prices from drug prices for medicare is in the bill i guarantee you they don't know that yeah yeah no um, exactly. yeah i mean there may be some, some politically aware you know old folks that do but i guarantee you they don't because they haven't heard about it. all they've heard about it is 3.5 million dollars and 
and a billion dollars and joe manchin is is the man holding the line against the deficit or whatever and you know yeah bah. Bah. well also yeah axio said uh manchin told the white house the child tax credit must include a firm work requirement and family income cap in the sixty thousand dollar range <sighs> these demands would dramatically weaken one of biden's signature programs and you just said someone tackle this idiot before he proposes the ryan budget from 2009 no kidding. i mean what does that do with families with grandparents taking mm-hmm. care of kids i mean for mm-hmm. instance Right. And, and, you know, and, and there's a lot more of that now because, you know, the, a lot, some parents have died of the completely preventable uh, epidemic pandemic we're having. I look at how like, it would affect mean, me personally, because when Debbie Boone can't bicycle yeah. with me nine times out of ten, because she's doing some grandparent duty because she is an incredibly good grandmother and mother. And I, it's annoying. Wow. Caretaker. <laughs> yes, but a lot of people caretake right for their grandkids. That's just one component of this. Jamie's, Jamie's trying to check and see if you're okay. She oh. always does. I'm fine. She wants a biscuit. No. But no, it's like everybody says, Charlie, right? Is there a, a work requirement for the trust fund babies that get their no. huge tax cuts? No. It's just, I, I, okay. I'd like to point out also that the Congress just voted the Pentagon another $10 billion that they didn't even ask That for. they didn't mm-hmm. want. And we have no money for this? We have no money, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. Um, all right. By the way, you uh, found the same uh, Capital Six or Capital Rioter that we did about the uh, defendant who uh, texted his aunt <laughs> to report fighting off four or five cops, to which his aunt said awesomeness, and you're like, texted his aunt. These people are morons. Yeah. <laughs> and she's don't, like, if you're breaking the law, don't put it on social no media. No kidding. And he, she <laughs> even said, oh my God, where are you in the video? I'm like, that's very helpful for the FBI. Thank you, <laughs> auntie. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, man. And, no, I, and I keep going. I keep going back. I think I've done this actually before on your show. Those people, the activists who broke into the FBI headquarters in Pennsylvania. Yeah. They got away with it for 40 years uh-huh. with 5,000 FBI agents looking for them. And why did they get away with it? Because they didn't talk about it. Yeah. They put out the documents and then not, and then shut up and lived their lives. Yeah. These people couldn't walk through a door without committing a misdemeanor on video. Without texting and Facebooking and TikToking 17 people. <laughs> I made it inside. What are doing? Yeah, exactly. He says, send a, post, send a postcard, you know? Uh-huh. Get out of the Capitol. Send them a postcard. Remember this postcard? Is, this is why yeah. I could commit a crime and never get uh, caught because I'm so technologically impaired. Mm-hmm. I tried to do a TikTok on my bike and it just came out blurry. Oh, jeez. Oh, don't try that again. Okay. Well, Travis well, is trying you, to kill were me. Were you riding your bike at the time? Yes. I thought I you was. See, you can right. die doing that, so don't do that. Okay. Anymore. I told you to do it while you were hiking, not riding a bike. All right. Well, didn't work anyway. Didn't Travis listen. Already established, Travis already establishing an alibi. Yeah. All right. So, because I know she's dangerous. What's going to happen with the uh, Wichahoosets? This uh, Bannon thing. So they vote today. Uh, the committee uh, outlined the legal statute that says it makes it clear a witness summoned before Congress must appear or be deemed guilty of a misdemeanor published uh, punishable by a fine of up to a hundred thousand dollars, imprisonment for up to a year. So what happens? Do you think? And how long does this take? It goes has to be well today. It, goes to the full house. Goes well, to the, the DOJ. Yeah. The first thing that happens is Ellie Mistel has a, has a stroke. Yes. <laughs> I no. Mean, that's the very first thing that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, now they've got, I mean, I don't understand the procedure at all. Ellie explained to explained it last week. They have to wait like three, they've waited the three days, right? Now, so now they can, can, they can take this vote. They have to wait, they had to wait three days. Yeah. Well, why, I don't know. And now they're going to take the vote. Now what? It has to go before the full Congress? Or yes. What? Yes. yes. The House. 
the house. Yeah, we have Jill Weinbanks on in a little bit, Charlie. Well, but that, I, uh, thank yeah. God, because yeah, I mean, know, it, Jill, will, Jill will take her magic pin and cut her way through all right. the clock. Yeah, <laughs> she was. If she was there today, she would just take it off and bang. That's how she get things that's moving. Exactly right. <laughs> puncture, that, puncture wounds. Exactly. <laughs> all right, um, Charlie. Uh, thank you. Say goodbye to your beloved. Hey, goodbye, Jody. Goodbye, Charlie. Hey, and listen, you guys, have a great time. Seriously. Oh, thank you, thank sweetie. You. Oh, you said you'll be watching Every- pay-per-view. Hooray. I will, because because once again, Chris Lavoie has refused to send the Stephanie Miller Gulfstream to pick me up so I could be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, the Gulfstream, yeah. We, we lost that. But, we misplaced but, it. But you have spent quite a bit of time in Madison, so I'm, I'm, I have. I'm going to be going I there for the first time. If, Looking forward to it. Yeah, if you have. Oh, God, Chris. Oh, man. Uh-oh. If you find my liver... Please. <laughs> I, I lost it there sometime in 1973. <laughs> All right. Love you, Charlie. Thanks, See you Charlie. next week.